0: Ask, 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 ask Pat. What's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to episode 706 of AskPath. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. All right, now here's today's question from Adrian.
1: Hi, Pat. Hope you're doing well. This is Adrian here from South Africa. I would just like to know um, when you provide clients with a lot of information on a quarterly basis. For example, I'm in the health and safety advising field where I provide legal compliance advice to clients and I publish a newsletter on a quarterly basis. What programs or software can you suggest that can brighten up a newsletter, make it interesting so that we can provide a valuable service to our clients that is not only interesting, but adds value to their life. Please, I would appreciate your answer. I want to make it exciting. And thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for the information. I'm learning so much from you.
0: You're awesome. Bye. Hey, Adrian, thank you so much for the question. So uh, spicing up or brightening up your newsletter, that can mean a number of different things. And I just want to mention really quick up front, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to add a lot more color or embellishments or templates or you know graphics or images into your newsletter. A newsletter is best brightened up by having incredibly useful and relevant content in it. So, you need to set uh, those expectations of what is going to be in those emails uh, up front so that when people subscribe they know what they know what they 're going to get you don't want to tell people that you know you're never going to sell them anything it 's just all pure content, and then the first couple emails you're selling them stuff right so as you could see, it's all about the expectation it's not about how pretty it looks and um, i'm sorry if I misunderstood that that's not what you meant, but i'm just mentioning that not just for you, Adrian, but for everybody else out there because. A lot of emails that are most effective don't have any graphics. It just goes straight to the point, and it's very much how emails are written from a friend to a friend, so just text only. And when those emails are sent, they actually have a higher rate of being found in the primary tab in Gmail. So I would say, out of all of my own subscribers, 170,000 subscribers at this point, I'd say 30 to 40% of them it could be more actually, are using Gmail in some way, shape, or form as the client uh, tool to answer those emails, which means they get my emails, and they're either put into the primary tab, the promotional tab, or the social tab. And I want them to be in the primary tab because that's the one that opens up first, and people have to take an extra step to click over the other ones. And sometimes nobody does that. And if you remove all the images in your emails, if you remove hundreds of links that are also in your emails, if you make it look less corporate, if you make it look less like you would get from, you know, like a, like a target corporation or a, Pottery Barn or one of those kinds of emails, um, the more likely it is going to show up in the primary tab because Gmail, they have algorithms to check all those things and they will help you get your emails seen, which is the first part, and then you need to get your emails opened. So that goes and ties directly into the subject line. So even before um, the content of the emails, you have to understand that people are going to see a whole bunch of other emails alongside yours you have to ask yourself, well, what's going to make people open this? And you don't want to be clickbaity. You don't want to create these BuzzFeed type of headlines that only c- drive curiosity enough to open it, but then they don't, you know, you don't give them what they had expected based on the subject line. So you really want the subject line to share what it is you're going to be talking about. But it doesn't have to be bland. It could be interesting. It could be curiosity driven, but it should be relevant to the content. Of course, um, there's a lot of tricks and. tools that people use to discover awesome subject lines and every niche is different in terms of what people respond to but really all what it comes down to is testing you want to test see what works for you Um, brightening up your your newsletters you know really it's just for me personally it's about putting my personality into my newsletter so when people read it they feel that that is me talking to them on the other end another aspect of brightening up my newsletter is understanding who exactly i'm sending these emails to i actually Uh, use a tool called ConvertKit. And this is the one I would recommend for people who are just starting out in their journey and are building their email list and want to send great broadcast newsletters, great autoresponder follow-up newsletters that are automatically sent after you write them the first time. Uh, They get sent out to subscribers after a certain amount of time they've been subscribed. And you can divide your list and tag certain people based on certain actions that they've taken, on certain questions that they've answered, on certain things you know, aspects of where they are on your list, you're able to send them different things. So I have three different buckets based on the kinds of people I know who are in my audience. And that's all based on a survey, actually. And that helps me deliver content that is very relevant to each of those different groups of people. And that increases my open rate a crazy amount. And it also helps me and, uh, get through to my audience and have them take action on whatever my call to actions are in those emails. So, really speaking to your audience and understanding who they are and being yourself and sharing that personality and really delivering valuable content that means any that means a lot more than just you know fancy images and graphics. I would say that if you really wanted to include an image, one at most, and I would include an image of your f- face if it was going to be in every one. For example, at the bottom of the email in your uh, in your signature just so people could see you there. Um, that's one idea. Or you can have one image related to the content that is something that people would then be curious about so they'll click through to that blog post or that, that piece of content that you're writing. Anyway, hopefully that's helpful to you, Adrian. And again, that tool I would recommend is ConvertKit. If you go to askpat.com slash convertkit, you can go ahead and check it out there. I'm actually an advisor to the company. I've tried several other kinds of email service providers in the past, and for what most people are doing who follow me, ConvertKit is the answer. So that's askpat.com slash ConvertKit. Uh, so, Adrian, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate your question. We're going to get your uh, your address in a couple weeks, my assistant will reach out to you uh, w- within a couple weeks and we'll collect your your address to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt because everybody who gets their question featured here on the show gets an Ask Pat t-shirt. So if you have a question to ask me, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. And as always, I like to end with a quote here. And today's quote comes from Christopher Morley. He says, big shots are only little shots who keep shooting. Take care. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye now.